discussion. Today we're looking at two types of people that are, we're looking for to build a church. Churches are composed of many different types of people. They can include men, women, children, hurting people, gifted people, lazy people, and many other types of people. But painting with a broad brushstroke, I want to suggest that the church is looking for two types of people. The first type of person that we're looking for is our worshipers. From the Great Commission in Matthew 28, 16 to 17, it says, Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. And when they saw him, they worshipped him. Ultimately, our work here on earth is to worship the King of Kings, Jesus Christ. We engage in the Great Commission to bring a new set of worshipers to Jesus. Why are we looking for worshipers? Worship is what we'll be doing in heaven, so let's help people get a head start on it right now. Let's help people in the present to be worshipers. Jesus said to the woman at the well, a time is coming, and now is, that the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. The two key words there, now is, is what we want to focus on. Let's be a now is church in terms of worship. Everything we do should be prayed for and seen as worship. Worship through music, the announcements, the preaching, the teaching, cutting of donuts, making coffee, and parking cars. We, we find developed worshipers by focusing on worship. People need to see using their gifts as acts of worship and serving, and serving the Lord. Here's a few sayings about worship. Number one, a place of worship should be of such character that it can be easy for men to find God and difficult for them to forget Him. Two, too many people try to get from worship without putting anything into it. Three, Satan doesn't care what we worship as long as we don't worship God. Let's develop a large group of worshipers who focus on, th focus on things above and not on the things of the earth. Doubters. The second type of per people that we're looking for in the church are doubters. When we share the gospel with non-Christians, we will surely get doubts and questions from doubters. But some doubters become believers. How many of us were doubters before we came to Christ? I was. Thomas in the New Testament was a doubter, and Jesus didn't condemn him, but met his need for more concrete proof of the resurrected Jesus. It is easy for us to look back and say what a dummy Thomas was. How could he be so doubtful after living with Jesus for three years? But the context is a man crucified, dead and buried, and then appears again. Sounds like a first-time experience to me. The Athenians in Acts chapter 17, verse 32, said... When, when it says about them, when they heard about the resurrection of the dead, some of them sneered. That is, they doubted what Paul presented. But others said, we want to hear, more, hear, hear you again on this subject. We present the gospel and deal with the doubts more than one time, usually. What were the results of Paul's preaching? Acts 17.33 says, at that, Paul left the council. Some of the people became followers of Paul and believed. Among them were Dionysus, a member of the Areopagus, also a woman named Damaris, and a number of others. Let's be prayerful about finding the Thomases and those who sneered. Be welcoming in the church and about people who are divorced or gay or people who have other problems. In dealing with their doubts, we can see some of them believing and their lives change forever. Jude, chapter one, Jude 22 says, Be merciful to those who doubt. Almost every non-Christian has a number of doubts about life, about God, about the Bible, and about stories, such as the stories of Jonah and Noah, 
Daniel, Abraham, or Adam and Eve, and the creation, etc. We need to equip our church members to be able to answer some of these questions that doubters have. Here's a few sayings about doubting. Number one, think of doubt as an invitation to think. Number two, doubt makes the mountains which faith can move. Number three, there are two types of fools. One doubts nothing and the other doubts everything. Conclusion, where do we find worshipers? We find them in the world and by spending time with non-Christians. We see some of them coming to Christ. Once they are saved and folded into the church, we teach them how to be true worshipers. Where do we find doubters? We find them out in the world and in the church. We know people in the world have many doubts and there are people in the church who have doubts. We work with them to help them overcome their doubts. Finally, let's continue to look for worshipers and doubters and build the church accordingly. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We, we, we pray for you to raise up a, a set of worshipers in the church that will worship you in spirit and in truth. And for doubters, Lord, we pray that you will bring them into the church and help us to be able to answer, help our people to be able to answer their doubts. We thank you for these things now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.